Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. another essential edition of the Michael Deacon program. First time listeners out there, thank you kindly for finding this. The show you are listening to now is not like the others. This is, in fact, a very different kind of show. I don't screen your calls. I don't censor you here. You can pretty much call me up and say you dislike me, dislike this show. All is fair game. I like those who like me, but hey, what can you do? 
can't win them all. We're here for a fun time, not a long time. Now by virtue, I'm so glad that you found us here tonight. I won't be joined by any guest. Tonight I will be joined by my co-host, Mr. Mike Hideous. He has drawn assignment this evening, and we are both looking quite forward to hearing from all of you tonight. The last time you heard me, do keep in mind I was quite rambunctious and messing with the callers. You might get some of that here tonight, but I'll try my best to behave. Now, without further ado, let's bring in Mr. Mike Hideous, the one and only Mr. Mike Hideous, by the way. For those wondering, yes, the one and only. Let, let me unmute him here. And now I believe Mike has joined us. What's going on, Mike? Good evening, Michael. How are you? I'm good. I can't complain. I have a beer in my hand and I'm talking to you. Right on. Sounds like a fun time. Yeah, as always. That's right. And Mike, we are taking phone calls this evening. It's wide open phones, or as I like to call WAP. <laughs> and we have a bona fide Italian right here. And a WAP guinea at your service. We got the guinea right here on the phone. You can call him at any time, but that number is 760-332-8965. Don't be scared. It's just me and Mike. The WAP. And if you're not an Italian, you can't call me a WAP because then I'll be offended. That's right. And and then I'll have to find a safe place. Yes. We might have to find where you work and call your supervisor and take care of you. <laughs> so, Mike, yeah. are you are you excited for tonight? I am. Uh, truth be told, I, you know, of course, I love doing the show. But truth be told, I'm actually more excited for tomorrow. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. We are one day away, Mike. From must-see yes. TV, two political Absolutely. titans, yes, two political titans will meet in one arena and only one man will come out alive, Mike. So they say. Can you imagine, by the way, Mike, if we actually uh, had made two senior citizens fight each other <laughs> in order to become like the president of the United States? <laughs> you made this two old guys fight. Reasons I always, this is one of the reasons I always wanted a strong, like Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of president just to kick ass. I, I honestly, Michael, I have always felt... That it should come down to that. Screw wars. No shit. Hell with wars. Let's let the po politicians fight. Just let them really Stop. go at it, huh? Exactly. Stop killing everybody else and let the politicians fight. That's what I get. That's true. I mean, I'm glad that we are doing this, Mike, and we are pretty much independent. We don't work for any big corporation like Spotify. It would be very hard to do a show like this on Spotify. We would get canceled right away. There's no doubt in my mind. No, I, this is one of the few shows that are out there that gives a true voice opinion uh, without being so s delicate and sensitive to all the other needs and politically correct people out there. Ironically, this um, this show is on, on Spotify, but we're not exactly <laughs> employees of the company, so. <laughs> not for long, no. <laughs> no, I mean, there was a time when, when they weren't putting this show out. What do you mean? Like bef before you, you made a deal with them, I'm assuming. No, I didn't, there's no deal to make with those people. Well, not, not me, but. Well, how do you get, how do you get the show on Spotify? You have to, do they just put it on? Well, there's like some sort of distribution sort of uh, program and you'll, that gets spread around. Me, Michael. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm uneducated when it comes to. That's a very complicated thing, but technically the show is on Spotify, but we're not employees. Well, that's good, right? I mean, well, right? Sure. But if somehow we caught their attention, I'm sure this show would get pulled right away. <laughs> you think? 
<laughs> I think so. But yeah, Mike, going back to what you were saying uh, about the president's going hand to, uh, going back to doing uh, some sort of hand-to-hand combat instead of a verbal debate. Now, that would sell pay-per-views, that's for sure, and a potential heart attack by one of the uh, contestants. <laughs> you might see someone possibly dying out there, Mike, but later it would be ruled as a COVID case. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's the way things have been looking. That's right. In any event, I'm glad we're back on again. And this is Monday night, the Monday night edition. And usually we're not on Monday night. So this is kind of weird, Mike. I don't, I don't find it weird. You don't find it weird. Yeah. I mean, maybe for you, but I'm, I'm good with it. That's weird as hell for me. Mondays okay. stink, by the way. <laughs> hang in there, baby. I'm hanging in there. I'm, I'm you know, little cat hanging. Trying not to. Yeah, I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> but I hate Mondays. I never like them. But yes, for those that are wondering, yes, you can call in when you'd like. This is just another open discussion tonight. Like a big happy dysfunctional family. Don't worry. I'm looking at the chat, by the way, Mike. What are they saying? I was getting distracted. Anything good? Never. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But yes, Mike, before I ask you about your predictions on tomorrow's debate, things are going all right out there for you. You still have not given us an update yet on the Painted Rock Bandit. What's going on there? Uh... <laughs> have you caught up yet? No, I'm sitting here with a contract right in front of my face, so I, I haven't read it yet. Uh, I just printed it out tonight, but I, I still can't. I can't go into it just yet. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Well, I mean, until it actually, until the deal is solid, it's signed, and I know exactly what's happening. Right now, everything is in the primordial stages of, of being made. Uh, in a nutshell, I've been asked to sing for a band, um, and uh, it would be a new band, and it would include a, a, myself and a few others who are well-noted musicians to create a project. And that's pretty much all I have for you right now. I, there's, there are no demos yet. There's no, everything is being worked out. But as I said, I'm, I'm looking at a contract in my hands right now, 24 pages. And, uh, so that goes to show you the seriousness of it and just have to wait and see what happens really. I understand, but I think you miss, miss, uh, misunderstood what I was asking you there. Oh, but okay. I did. I did want to know about the the rock <laughs> band situation, no doubt. Mike, what the hell were you talking about? <laughs> I, I was I was hoping for an update uh, about the painted rock bandit. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant like rock and roll, man. <laughs> well, I mean, I did want I did want a rock update for sure. You know, I was you curious. Said stone, <laughs> rock stone. The Rock, Rolling Stone Stones. Pebbles. I don't want to confuse you any further, Mike. Oh, uh, it's too late. I'm confused because I'm sitting here talking about a band and you're telling you're talking about painted rocks. Now, uh, there's no update. I haven't, uh, in a nutshell, also with this story. I, I'm I, my neighbor who lives down the road. He's the guy who is supposed to show me where this person who lied that who laid that rock on the my crook. property. Right. Right. That where they live. So I. I have to wait to see this guy. I don't know him all that well. I only met him like once and he told me he knows who the person is. So I have to sort of just kind of walk around the block or ride my bicycle, you know, and just kind of bump into the guy and then I'll find out. You're gonna I'm in up, no hurry. You're going to end up dating this woman. <laughs> I already know it. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, we'll see. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. She's going to come out wearing 
Um, some small shorts there for you, Mike. Negligee. She's going to be carrying a cat in her in her arms. <laughs> or a baby. <laughs> oh, God. Hello. <laughs> Looking for a new daddy there. Yeah, no, that ain't me. Daddy Mike Hideous. That would not work out well. I'm, I would be a terrible father. You'd be a terrible father? I think so. Uh, that's why I never had kids. Well, that and the fact that I can't have kids, so. You can't have kids, Mike. Yeah, I used to be a guy. Now I'm like a woman with messed up Did arms. you have a skateboarding accident? Were you grinding a rail and <laughs> smash your yes. nuts? What happened? Yeah, so you could say that, yeah. Something yeah, like that happened? Okay. The plumbing ain't working. Oh, no, Mike. Plumbing, plumbing hasn't been working since I was about 23. I never knew that. Yeah, well, with all the cancer I had, it sort of uh, destroyed my chances of ever having healthy sperm. I see. And that, yeah, I'll just kind of leave it at that. That's all right. I was going to play the sad music, but you stopped talking. Yeah, that's okay. I don't want any sad music to that. I love the sad great. music. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to start playing it for myself now. <laughs> I like it so much. It's pretty, it's pretty nice. So, in other words, Mike, you don't need a vasectomy. I had one of those already. You already had one prior. Yeah, 1999, February 1999, one of the weirdest experiences I ever had. I'd love to hear that, but I don't think the the audience would. (laughs) It's actually quite comical. No shit. Actually, now I want to hear it. Go ahead. All right, I'll make it short. I'll make it short. I don't know. Right, I'll just explain it for those of you out there who who don't know what the procedure is for a vasectomy. Basically, what they do is they, for a man, they cut. On the side of his groin. Oh my God. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. They cut it open and they pull out the vesicular tube. Oh my God. They snip it and then they cauterize it. And basically the, the vesicular tube is the tube that transfers sperm from the testicles to, uh, the prostate, I think. And so once they sever that and they cauterize it, you cannot make you cannot deliver sperm to your partner. So I go for this, this vasectomy one day and, um, yeah, it's like, you know, in, 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 what do they call it? In the office kind of outpatient thing. And, uh, so they give you Novocaine in the area where they're going to do the incision. The, the incision's only about like maybe three quarters of an inch wide. That's it. Very sharp scalpel. Zoop. Cut it open. You don't even feel it. All you wow. the thing you'd see is like smoke coming up from your, your Oh parts. my god. So it's like a yeah. Frank it's like a Frankenstein sort of thing going on there, which except it's <laughs> yeah. your except it's your cock. Right. And what they do is once they cauterize <laughs> wow. that, you know, you see a little bit of smoke. And you're awake the whole time. So all right. Oh my god, and you're awake. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not a big deal. And once they you're lying on your back, you don't see anything. You got a nurse right by your your side. You know, just making sure you're okay. The doctor's doing his. What kind of nurse did you get, Mike? Uh, I couldn't tell. She was wearing scrubs. Understood. Carry on. All right. So, um, uh, so what they do is they inject you with Novocaine in the area where they're going to do the incision. Uh, one, two, three shots. They wait about, oh, I don't know, two minutes or a minute or so. And then they cut you open. Now they do my left side. Everything's cool. I'm talking to the nurse. We're having a good time. Everybody's laughing. Yeah, I mean, we're laughing and saying, telling jokes, telling jokes. I was, yeah, like an episode of Cheers going on. Could have brought some beer and some weed and we would have been having (laughs) a good time. So now it comes time for him to do the the right side. What I say, left side, whatever, the other side. And he gives me the injections of the Novocaine 
And again, I'm, we're talking, everything's fine. And then he goes to cut. And apparently, the Novocaine hadn't taken effect. Wow. So when he sliced me open, I was fully and 100% aware of that cut. And aroused. And I, I, no, not okay, even good. close. I screamed <laughs> to the top of my lungs. Wow! Oh, no. And, and the doctor's like, what, what, what? And I'm like, I feel that, I feel that, I feel that, I feel that. Dude. And I'm grabbing the nurse's hand and I'm squeezing her hand because, and now I'm starting to hyperventilate. The pain Holy was shit. really crazy. So the doctor's like sticking the needle back. Here, 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 here. He's like, give me all this Novocaine. But man, oh man. And ever since then, I have had a, uh, as you could well imagine, a severe paranoia to anything sharp near my junk. And that, my friends, is the story of the Mike hideous vasectomy. <laughs> Dad, I'm left speechless. <laughs> yeah, you should have been there. And with a stomach ache <laughs> oh, all over. I know, right? I, I, I hate things that have to do with knives and operations near the, the groin. I can't believe you went through it. I went through with it, Mike. What made you go through that procedure, if you don't mind me asking? I was dating a girl who I was very much in love with. She was on this um, this uh, uh, birth control called Depovera, which makes girls insane. And then um, oh, really? I told her, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an injection. It lasts for, I believe, a month or something to that effect. And uh, it would just make her really whacked out. And, uh, you know, like I was going to marry this girl in time. And uh, I said, listen, rather than you being crazy, let me just get – because, again, like I said, we were going to get married. So I figured we were going to be long-term uh, mates. Right. And uh, I said, let me get the vasectomy. We don't want to have kids anyway, uh, which, you know, at that point, really didn't even make a difference. But I didn't want to have any children that were sick or ill or, or deformed or anything because my sperm was all screwed up from all the cancer I had. Right. And so, I shouldn't say not from the cancer, but from the chemicals. Or, you know, from everything, yeah. Everything right, you were pumped with. Right, especially the radiation. Mm -hmm. You know, that just destroys everything. So, uh, yeah, I said, I'll get the vasectomy. You can get off depot and not be crazy anymore. And then a year later, we broke up. My God. All yep. in the name of love. Yep. That's how it happens. But, you know, whatever. It, what's done is done. Um, I wish that I could have, like, if I had known, like, when I was back in my 20s, right. like 21, I had known I would have tried to like, save sperm, but I, I didn't have the money for that. I was I was 21 years old, you know. You could so, have just um, got. You could have just bought some condoms. What happened there? It's not that. I, it, what I'm trying to say is, I, I looking back now, like I, I would have. I think I would have liked a kid. Um, I think you would have been a pretty good father, Mike. I mean, you love animals so much. I think it would be sort of natural for you, right? Yeah, if I could leave it out in the yard, you know? <laughs> leave your kid out there in the yard <laughs> on a leash. On a leash, you know, yeah. On a harness <laughs> in a, by the tree. In a dog <laughs> you just whip him, whip his ass if he cries. Like, like a, like a, hideous, like a Jackson. Come here, hideous junior. Come on, it's dinner time. I'll throw him down a bowl of slop. Joe, Joe Jackson, hideous out, out here. <laughs> Joe Jackson, by the way, for those that don't know, that was the father of the Jacksons and he would beat their ass with uh, tree branches. And by the way, I, when I was a boy and uh, up till I was about 18, my neighbor across the street, his name was Joe Jackson. Oh, hung really? And he hung himself? Yep. Wow. Do you know he why? Was, he lost his mind. He just um, went crazy. 
he on I kid you not, he huh. began to lose his mind. Really nice guy, black guy. Uh, the Jackson family. Uh, I used when I was kids, they were Monique, Avery, uh, Mrs. Jackson, and Mr. Jackson, and uh, they were great people. I loved them. I used to hang out with their kids all the time, and um, he used to drive a truck. And and I'll tell you, man, I watched him. He literally. Like he, he turned, like you, you could see it in his face. He became this, like, like when you looked in his eyes, he was like almost gone. And eventually he hung himself. Damn. Sad. That is nice sad. guy. Yeah. Nice guy. Nice family. I imagine yeah. that's what's going on with a lot of people out there during this time. Yeah. And it's going to get worse, Mike. I'm afraid to tell you. And what do you mean? What's going to get worse? Well, apparently there's already a lockdown in place in the UK. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's eventually going to make its way here to America. We shall see. I hope we not. It's not like I want I that mean, to happen. No, of course not. Yeah, nobody does. I'm, I, I can tell you, I'm sick and tired of it. Every time I get out of a goddamn car, I forget my mask. Wherever I got to go, I got to, oh, you can't come in without you a can't, mask. Yeah, you can't, yeah, can't go in there. Yeah. So, we'll see. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen, but everyone else thinks that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I guess we shall find out one way or another. Yep. My, my fingers are crossed. I don't I don't want it to happen. Yep. Unfortunately, that's what we are seeing. All kinds of cases on the rise right now. For those that don't know, and uh, just last week I had interviewed, or just actually this Saturday I should say, I interviewed Mr. James Perloff, and that was quite fun. We talked about his new book, which is titled COVID nineteen and the agendas to come. Red pilled. I actually like that title very much. Mike, actually, I should have had you there with us. Mm. You actually would have liked uh, being on there with uh, James. How'd it go? Very good. Very good. We just talked about COVID-19 at 9-11, your favorite topic. <laughs> but we talked more about his book, though, and COVID-19. We were talking about the lockdowns and how accurate are the death numbers attributed to uh, COVID-19, which is something even I question myself i don't know what, what yeah I, I don't know if those numbers are accurate or not well according to the cdc they said they were wrong by 94 percent. see what i mean everyone has this strange conflicting information well, remember what fetzer said as well as i oh, shit. think i think it was also masters uh they were saying themselves that when we brought up the subject about people dying, right. they themselves brought up the fact that uh, people who were in hospitals who had died of a heart attack were being written down as hmm. having died of COVID, right. which was inaccurate. And that's what we part. were, that's what we were sort of, or that's actually what James was re talking about as right. well. And he's, yeah, that's right. And he was absolutely right. To a little talk fishy, about right? Well, I think it also had to do with the fact, um, um, I think it had to do on, with several situations. Uh, the hospitals making money on the deaths of, of COVID patients. Right. As, as well as them not quite understanding. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just taking a shot at this, but not quite understanding what the cause of death may have been. But I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I don't pretend to know all these things when it comes to that. We could only speculate. Topic. That's okay. We can only speculate. But again, uh, the CDC themselves have announced, and this was like what a month ago. Uh, they said that they made an in, in they were calculating incorrectly, and it, they were off by ninety four percent. 
That's a big number to be off by, too. Yes, <laughs> and this is this has been a big world pandemic that has screwed everybody up. And, you know, nobody knew what the hell was going on. Let's be honest. Um, of course not. So, I mean, you know, we still don't know what's going on. Made. Yeah. And we still don't really know what's going on, Mike. And this is true. I haven't really told this shit. Well, uh, I, I think uh, they're, they're talking about release. In fact, I heard on the news today that uh, these new rapid relief packages have been sent out. Something like, yeah. oh, I don't know, something like a million or two. I did see out. that. So. I gotta, I gotta say for the, for the dummies out there who would refuse to take it simply because it was, uh, it was pushed by the president and they think that anything that has to do with the president, they won't do, you know, they wouldn't take, which brings you to the question, like, if you had an option, if you've got COVID and you're like in the beginning stages of it and this medication works, then why wouldn't you take it? What do you have to lose? So you're taking the vaccine. Well, I don't, I don't have it. So I don't have to, you know, I don't have the virus. I don't have to take it. It's if you, if you, it's if you get it, am I wrong? Am well, I, I think wrong? everyone is going to be required to get vaccinated, Mike. Oh, really? I believe like so. A, like a flu shot, like a yearly flu shot. I believe so. Oh, all right. Cause that, I, maybe I just misunderstood what they were saying. I was under the impression that these, these relief kits were, or these rapid, whatever they called them, rapid relief kits. Or in the event that somebody gets it and then you take it. But I'll tell you the truth. I, I'm not opposed to taking it. If it, if it works, you know, I don't think there's going to be a microchip in it that they're going to, you know, it's not Bill Gates. Plus, plus it was being manufactured by all the, uh, who, who was doing it? Johnson and Johnson, um, uh, Pfizer, all, all the drug companies were doing it. So really Trump has nothing to do with it. By the way, that it's, new test you're referring to. Uh, takes up to 15 minutes, apparently. Not bad. Right. That, that's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good, actually. Damn right. Pretty quick. I'm diggity dog. But I don't know, man. I'm not quite sure if I want to take any vaccination at the moment. <laughs> I mean, it's still, it's still pretty new. I, I will, I will just say I'll, I'll let someone else take it first. <laughs> Better you than me. Right on. Yeah. Why not? So I'll, I'll just sit back and wait, but I'm sure lots of people out there will be required because of their occupation. The first, like the first wave of people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and when the vaccine what? releases, I, yeah. I think that, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that it works because I'm sick and tired of this goddamn virus. I really am. I am over it so badly. It's pretty weak. I know. Very annoying. So done. I'm so, I'm done with the masks. I'm done with the social distancing. I'm so over it. I don't Just mind like the social distancing, though. You don't mind it? Not really, because I don't like being so close that's to people cool. naturally. That's cool, Michael. That's cool. So I, mean, I don't mind that's, that. That's you know, I'm, I'm glad people are like arms a little bit far away from me. I appreciate that. I, I don't like people breathing behind me or getting so goddamn close to me in line when I would be buying something at Walmart of all places. That's annoying. And I can I completely, I back you on that because I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Like, men and I, women, I though, Mike. My distance. I, I, I said men and women would do that to me. They'd get all close to me. Yeah, some people don't have any. They have no problems. Like that's they why don't. I was never good at sports. Like you know, never good at showering with other guys in the shower or. Well, I never did that, but good lord. <laughs> well, football. That was for me. That was football camp freshman year. And I was like, oh, that's what right. Am I you guys had here? to shower at the time. 
yeah, yeah, I couldn't even hold a football in my hand. I was so small. That was always a little odd to me too, by the way. What's that? Showering with men? And- yeah, I don't really. That's not really my deal. Not me either. I was. And li- I also. Mm-hmm. I also don't like rolling around on a mat with sweaty guys or rubbing into them or crashing into them with helmets. It's just. I'd rather run into a, a female that's sweaty. Well, I'm with you there. But yeah, <laughs> luckily for me, I, I was able to live pretty close to my high school. Yeah. So I didn't have to, you know, shower there. Yeah, I was a. I was. Uh, I was just not the sportsman type. You know, I was an artist. I was like, what am I doing? Yeah, you didn't give a shit about sports growing up. No. The only reason I did sports was to try to impress my father. That was it. By the way, we have a question here in the chat by CM5891 who says, Yo, Michael, I have a response to your question. Why do surgeons wear masks? If they don't work, it's because they work with open bloodstreams. Your immune system can protect you without open wounds. Okay. Amazing. Yes. Thank you, caller. I appreciate that. You mean, um, listener. Listener? what I say? Oh, caller? I'm you sorry. You said caller. Sorry. I don't Whoever think this guy, are. yeah, I don't think this guy's ever called in. <laughs> what I meant to say. Yes. Thank you for that. CM5891. We appreciate that. No doubt. And subspace says, LOL. Yeah. The social distancing is okay. And I agree. Not too bad. I like I that. That's more of a personal preference, don't yeah. you? No, it is. It is for sure. And I, I'm totally cool with it. You know, I, I, I'm, you know, I, I can relate to that very much. And uh, DFS Donovan says I take a Russian vaccine before Bill Effing Gates. <laughs> well, that I agree with too, <laughs> Donovan. Yeah, I, I was talking about that Russian vaccine. The race to the vaccine is underway, and it seems like Russia once again has become the victor in the race, the Sputnik vaccine, as they label it now, Mike. I like that, right. by the way, Sputnik. They did it again. I got to tell you, if you're, if you're talking about names, I think the most whacked out name that we learned about uh, a couple of months ago was... Jerry Only. <laughs> the AI um, face recognition uh system that they have in uh, where is it japan china, china? yes china. and it, mm-hmm. it's called skynet skynet right and you remember what skynet was from right terminator terminator thank you and that is what comes to mind when i think about this. sure if i may just for a moment Go Michael, ahead, i gotta say do your thing the science the scientists are saying that ai and and Technology within itself is growing at such a fast pace that in the in the next what did they say twenty years twenty to fifty years AI is going to like outthink humanity. Most likely, yeah. That is a scary concept. It is. It is because and if, it, if in the event it decides to say, well, you know, humanity is just a plague on the earth and we'd be better off without it. Zip. And we're gone. That's kind of cool, though. That's pretty exciting. I'll say. I think so. But yeah, that's actually one of the things that we were sort of talking about. Uh, me and James Perloff, we were talking about the COVID crisis being exploited to push us into this sort of Orwellian future of mass surveillance and digital IDs, the cashless society, the cashless transactions that you're talking about. This means the smart cities coming to America. And that's what's going on in China right now. The facial recognition that's Pretty advanced, Mike, already. I'm right. It's pretty wild, Mike. Can you imagine just going to a store and paying with your face? <laughs> That's wild. 
The future is here. But is that yeah, the future we want, though? That's the I don't question. I don't want it. Truth be told, I don't want it. I don't want that, and I don't want 5G. There's some good in it, good in it, in it Mike, and, and there's some very bad things in it I, as well. I think the bad overwhelms the good, in my personal opinion, but what do I know? I'm with you on that. Not really forward. I'm not really forward. It's just too much. Where do we draw the line? That's the, that was my point. Where do, Where do you where's draw the, where's the, the line? line? Yeah. That's frightening. It's a lot to consider, but that's the point we're at actually. And it's insane. And Mike, I keep repeating this to you all the time, but I was telling people here and you were there to witness it. Lots of people laughing, making fun of what I was saying about these mandatory vaccinations coming, saying, Oh, you're mm. full of shit. That's not going to happen. Yeah, and, yeah, no, I remember. Uh, I, I completely uh, remember that. And I got to bring up every episode. I'm kind of on, on your side with that. It shouldn't be mandatory, but at the same time, I guess, you know what, Michael? I don't even know. I don't even know. I, I'm, I know I'm going for a flu shot this week. You're going to get the flu shot? I'm getting the flu shot. Be careful. I didn't get it last year, and, and last know, year man. I got the flu. Be careful with that. Oh, I'm, I'll be careful. I mean, there's only so much care, careful one can do for. One can apply when uh, getting a vaccine. Just make sure you I leave have, your house wearing a hazmat suit, Mike. Actually, I was going to put a tinfoil hat on my head. Wear a condom. And a condom there on my go. whole body. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and uh, by the way, we do have one more question here from CM5891. Thanks. You're the best, Michael. Mike, you voting for Trump or Bernie? <laughs> He's asking you, Mike. <laughs> If you, oh boy, boy, I'll tell you, CM, what you call it? CM 5891. Uh, 5891. He's I'll a robot. You, if, if you don't, if you haven't heard this show and you think I'm voting for Bernie, <laughs> then you haven't listened hard enough. <laughs> then you ain't black. <laughs> then you ain't black if you're asking that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious I'm not voting for Bernie. And Bernie's not even in. They kicked him out again. Twice he's gone. I think the I think he might have forgot. <laughs> yeah, Bernie's right. gone. He's out there. What is Bernie Sanders doing right now, Mike? If you can take a shot, is he playing scramble? I was going to say he's probably take, getting ready to take a vacation in Cuba or Russia. That wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose it's just I wouldn't glorify it so much over this country. I mean, don't get me wrong. I got nothing against Cuba or the Cuban people or Russia and the Russian people. But when it comes to perks and um, good things compared between the two countries, there's no contest. Right. Right. And Donovan shoots back with Ron Paul is voting for Godzilla. True story. Ah, <laughs> oh, good for him. What a good American. Right. And Mike, I'm sure you're quite aware by now, but Trump's tax returns, well, his taxes actually have been revealed. Portions. Portions of, of it. Yeah, portions right. of the so, tax return. Thanks to the New York Times. And by the way, I was going to ask, is that even legal to do? No. They were leaked. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that's legal, and, right? I'm, I don't know and, the legalities of it all, but I don't think that's legal, right? It's not legal, it number be. one. <laughs> number two, it was leaked. And number three, they're only putting out portions of the entire taxes. So, frankly... I <laughs> Pretty timely, though, right before the debate. Of course, of course. As a matter of fact, almost instantaneously, a commercial came out 
uh, for Biden. Really? Where he's u- yes, where he's using the taxes and this whole tax thing against Trump. Trump in a candidate. Uh, oh, you knew it was going to happen. Yeah. But, but in almost almost instantaneously, Michael, how well, can you explain that? Well, you knew he was going to use that for the debate. Of course, the taxes, I'm sure, were going to be a main focus as well as the handling of the coronavirus. I'm sure these are key points for Biden to use during the debate. And again, he's going to he's going to have to come out swinging for the fences on this one, Mike. He's going to get steamrolled if he's if he's too uh, coy there, if he's too calm. He's got to go after Trump. And uh, Trump, I mean, he he's got it pretty easy actually. It's it is Joe Biden after all. Yeah. <sighs> this is just um, my breakdown. I mean, we're slightly going over this right now. And I'm, I'm glad I brought that up to you, Mike. This is the portion of the show that we we were supposed to start with first. And, and you know, if I may, go ahead. How come how come Biden's taxes weren't released? How come Pelosi, Chuck Schumer? How come none of these politicians have to release their their taxes, but they want the president's? Apparently, we have not seen Biden's yet. But out of all the other presidents in um, in the past, Reagan. H.W. Bush, Clinton, Bush, Obama, Trump has paid the least, apparently. Be that as it may. I don't know. You know, when it comes to taxes and all that, I'm not, I don't like that at all. I don't like paying taxes. I'm not with any of that shit. Uh, I I think it's all a bit bit of a scam, really. Especially living in California, Mike, I have to pay all sorts of taxes out here. You even have what they call, I, 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 don't quote me on this. I think they were trying to work this in or it's, it's already in, but they had what they called uh, a 10 year, uh, a tax that if you moved out of California, you would, having been a resident of, of the state for X amount of time, you were still supposed to pay taxes for the next 10 years to California. Don't quote me on that. I don't know if it went through. Or they were speculating to do that. I did read something like that, but I didn't follow through with it, to be completely honest with all of you. But there is something of that nature. But then again, Donovan here is saying that tax story is four years old and completely false. That's what Donovan is saying. What tax story? The one I just said? I think so. I think that's what he's referring to as. I'm not sure if that's what he means, but I know there's something like the California wealth tax, and that's off the top of my head. I'm not sure if that's exactly the one we're referring to or not. Well, from what I understand, I mean, they're having a lot of issues right now. First of all, the fact that the, the Wait, country no, that's wrong. on fire. That's a wrong tax, by the way. I, I Forgive me. I just looked that up. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. I was just saying that they're having, the California's having a lot of problems right now. The first being that the, the, the state is practically on fire, uh, you know. Oh, that's just global is. warming. Don't worry, Mike. Oh, I'm it's a, It's natural. Those are just, you know, yeah. it happens. But uh, all that and then all the other things that are going on, I mean, you guys pay a shitload. We of pay a lot there. of goddamn money out here. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. So Property tax. One, you have to pay for the, the, the goddamn car. Mm-hmm. It's, it's One of the reasons annoying. I left New Jersey was because of uh, taxes and corrupt politicians and all that. Nasty it's stuff. highway robbery living out here, no doubt. I wouldn't doubt it. I don't and like it's it. too bad because I've been there. I've been to California a multitude of times, and it's a beautiful, beautiful state. I love it here, but yes, the the whole tax thing. I don't like that. Mm. I'm I'm sure everyone out there listening doesn't like paying their taxes either. Well, I mean, you gotta have taxes. It's just that some of them they're just some of them that are kind of stupid. Um, I think a lot I of know, them are stupid. Yep. 
uh, what about the, the, the death tax for at least in New Jersey and New York? Uh, if you die, any money that you give as an inheritance to your children or whoever, your loved ones, uh, they get taxed. You're dead and they get taxed. And they, they get taxed. All your life. Wow. And then you die and you still got to pay tax. Yep. It's called the death tax. How lovely. I didn't know about that. Isn't that beautiful? It is. That's criminal. Anybody living in New York and or New Jersey, don't die there. Yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> good good advice. Don't die out there. Very good advice. <laughs> but yeah, don't move out here. If anyone's thinking about it, move to Arizona or Nevada if you want. Nice states too. To be honest with you, I wouldn't mind living in like Henderson. That's a little bit further down from Las Vegas. I never heard of it. It's beautiful out there. It's all beautiful out there. Wide I love, open. I love the middle states. I really do. I love them. No death tax in California. That's what Sarah said, and that's right. Good, good, good. Yeah, we don't have that here. By the way, I wrote this down because I found it to be very important. I heard on the news today. Do you know um, there, there's a there's this guy who does this um, infiltrating reporting? Uh, he infiltrates groups like BLM, Antifa, and... Uh, and uh, he just recently um, did something um, on voting fraud that took place in Michigan uh, associated with Omar. Um, and apparently hundreds, if not thousands, of voter ballots were stolen from uh, elderly and or young people, in which I believe they were paid for. And then they uh, they they disregard them, they throw them out or something. So voting fraud has already begun. And this is the reason why voting by mail is, it should be outlawed. There's some voter fraud thing I saw in Minnesota. Did I, what I say, Michigan? Oh, I don't know where you said, I didn't hear I that part. I think you're right. I but think it, you're right. I did see something like that. So yeah, you're, you're right. I did see some weird shit about widespread voter fraud that's been going on. This is why, look, as, as, as groovy as computers are, right. this is why we must be able to vote in person. I do not trust the internet as far as I could throw it. <laughs> um, I, I think that this is a terrible idea and I, I, I don't know. I just think that this is going to create a lot of problems because they're saying that they're going to be able to get the, let, let's just say hypothetically, you know, Trump, Trump wins, okay? Trump wins. Trump wins, hypothetically. Mm -hmm. And the Democrats continue to keep taking in mail-in votes or, or ballots for up to, oh, I don't know, let's say two weeks to, to a month. How do we know if that's, if, if they're, they're done properly? By the How way, this, let me, let me stop you right there and hold that thought, Mike. I think you were referring to earlier to Project Veritas, correct? Yes, thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, I was thank trying you. to. Yeah, I was thinking about it right now, and I thought, wait a minute, you're referring to Project Veritas and, and that story yes. they were doing about voter fraud, and they were looking to. Uh, That's right. The rep, the rep, uh, Ilhan Omar. Correct. Yes, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry, I just need. No, no, no. To you, throw you, it out there. you explained it better than I did. Um, I, I was just jotting down what I heard, and I didn't jot it down. It's right okay. Now. Um, but no, you explained it better. Um, so yeah, I mean. This is what I'm, I'm afraid of. And, and Michael, Man, you're right. I've, even, valid point. I, I've spoken to a few people who I know in confidence and I've said, I'm, I'm, I'm literally frightened 
with with this this coming you don't like and yeah I, you don't like what's going on right now with the I way the like side yeah the political parties and their direction they're headed to, towards is what has you perturbed correct yeah and okay. i think it should have a lot of people perturbed because i i truly believe that this whole deal with mail in ballots is a scam people are already voting now there's something like already a million votes have already come in really it's not more wow yeah now that that's I didn't often know. people mailing in their their votes Hmm. Do you do you agree with that? Yes and no. To a, to a point, right? Yeah, I mean, to a point. A limit. Sure, sure. So basically, what you're saying is you see these two political parties right now. One as you know, you, how do you see the Republican Party right now? By the way, let me let me just put it that way, um, because I've never really asked you in your in your opinion. How do you view the Republican Party as it is today, Mike? Well, Michael. Very similar to the way you are, I am. Uh, let me re try re-explain that. I'm an independent. I am neither Republican nor Democrat. Uh, as most of you know, I used to be Democrat, right. but I'm not anymore. And as far as what I think about the Republican Party, truth be told, this would only be the second time I'm voting Republican for – no, wait. That's a lie. Um, yeah, that's a lie. I actually voted when I was 18. Um, back in the day. So I had voted for Reagan when I was young. So he was a Republican. And the first time I voted Republican when I voted in 2016. And I did so simply because I believed that the candidate, Donald J. Trump, was um, offering better solutions to the country for the country than the Democratic Party, Hillary Clinton, who, as we all know, is a criminal and should be locked up. I thought you were going to call her Crooked Hillary right now. Yeah, well, or Crooked too. Clinton. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Good. Close enough. But, you know, I, I think I, I look, the only reason I'm voting Republican is for Donald Trump. I really believe he's the guy only because he was not a politician. And how do you view the Democrats right now as of today? Well, a lot of people who are Democrats are going to hate me for saying this. That's but okay. I think that they are in a desperate situation. Uh, I think that they are doing, they're, they're, they're playing dirty. Um, as a matter of fact, they just played dirty again with this whole election of a new, uh, a new congressperson. Was it a congressperson or senator? Uh, the woman that uh, had to replace uh, uh, Ruth Bader Gingrich. RBG, right. Right. So um, she died, and it is the responsibility of the president and has been in the, in the past by, I think they said, 20-some presidents or something uh, that had to elect uh, a new person to, to fill the, the place of, of someone who died. And that's exactly what Donald Trump was going to do, and he was being – he was being criticized as it being a political stunt, and that's not the case 100%. Just like everything that's been going on with the accusations against Trump, so on and so forth, right. I think he's I think he's doing a good job. I really do. But I, I saw something today where they were interviewing people on the street, and they interviewed this woman, uh, and they asked her, who do you want to, you know, who's your, who you think you're going to vote for? And she said, well, I'm tired of how Trump reacts to uh, how, you know, like always bad-mouthing people. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. What about all the people that have called him the horrific, horrible names that they call him? Doesn't this guy have a right to stand up for himself? 
They've attacked his family. They've they attacked him every single second of the day. The media is against him. The politicians are against. How can this guy not stand up for himself for the last four years? So I think there's a lot of people who are misinformed as to what's been going on for the last four years. By the way, Donovan says new video just released on Project Veritas. Story seven minutes ago, it shows paying cash for ballots. Yes, I heard they were going to release that. I didn't know they were going to do it tonight. Amazing. That's cool. So there you go, proof right there. Because because even the news even the news um, uh, channels were saying they did, they never they never talked to that guy. I forget his name, uh, uh, the Veritas guy, but uh, they will not speak with him. They, James O'Keefe, right? Is that it? I okay. think that's his name. I think that's who we're referring to here. I believe that's him. Yes, I think you're right. And he has even said the the the, the news channels will not work with him. They don't want to report his his findings, and they they claim that his his stuff is uh, fixed. And I I sincerely doubt it. I I I just do. Interesting. And all of this has been quite interesting, Mike. The last. What, six years have been pretty entertaining, I'd say. You think so? I believe so. For, is an for, understatement, better, I for better or for worse. For better or for worse. Is that a question or it was that a question? It was rhetorical. Okay, gotcha. I didn't know if you were asking me. That's okay. Uh, yes, thank you, Patrick, for that. He says, Michael, you ever hear of Dan Hopsicker? He is a, or he is an investigative journalist who found some very strange things, say connections involving 9-11 hijackers. If you got him on the show, you might finally sway Mr. Hideous. That's from Patrick. <laughs> it's interesting, okay. though, because you mentioned Dan Hopsicker, who I was in communication with, actually, for maybe for a few days. We had some back and forth, but I'm not quite sure what happened. He was telling me that he was going to release a book. I don't know if he ever got a chance to release that book, but our communication is now gone, Patrick. But yes, I did reach out to Dan Hopsicker, but I don't know where the, I was going to say the F word. I don't know where the hell he's at, though. <laughs> I caught myself there, Mike. I got to be a little bit more, um, you know, a little nicer, a little friendlier. Okay. Yeah, I got to gotta be polite sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes, exactly. <laughs> you know, except when the callers call in. That's when I could uh, mess with them a little bit here. That's always fun, though, right? Oh, yeah. I, I enjoy listening. I love to that. It. There's I love no that. doubt about that. So, Mike, how do you feel about ultra-religious folks out there that are, you know, heavily influenced in politics, and they say things like the Democrats are Satan, and uh, the Republicans, they are like, they're, they're like angels, they're the chosen people of Christ. What do you feel... When you hear things like that, Mike, what's going inside your head when you hear those sort of folks and that sort of banter? Well, I, all right, the only way I can answer this is by reflecting my circumstances. My beliefs are very extreme when it comes to religion and anybody that hears what I believe in, especially if they're Catholic or Christian, they immediately... um stereotype me and think, well, this guy, you know, slaughters pigs and eats babies, but that's, you know, couldn't be further from the truth. So what I'm getting at is I think that if a person believes in a religion, that's perfectly fine, but there needs to be a separation between religion and politics. So 
if you are a Catholic or a Jew or a Muslim or a Shiat Shin, Shinto, uh, you've, you've got to be able to separate your belief so that you can give opinions and answers politically in a unbiased, uh, manner. Right. Does that make sense? That makes yeah. sense? I'm following. I'm following with, I'm following along with you here. Yeah. So, so that, that's my point. You, you have to be able to separate your beliefs so that you don't, be, you know, you don't become political or, or, or religious in, in your political beliefs. That's exactly what the Muslims do with their both political and religious beliefs. As, as we, you know, you know, mosques provide not only religious, uh, uh, opportunities for people who want to pray, but they also stand for their, not their White House, but their, their, their political, um, I don't, I, I don't even know what the word would be, but mosques are essentially two different things. They're, they're both religious and political. They make political decisions there and so on and so forth, especially with the hardcore Islamic religion. Um, other places like say, uh, uh, I, I believe Turkey, they have like their own mid, like government going on separate from the mosques and their religion. Um, but a lot of the, the really hardcore religious Muslims or Muslim countries, they, they don't separate it. It's, it's, you know, their, their Quran is like our, uh, constitution. We have people like that here though. We have, uh, we have some people that are connected directly, directly to the White House like that, like Paula White. Paula White, I know the name, I just can't picture who she is. This woman. I know God rules. When I walk right. on White House grounds, God walks on White House grounds. Oh, shit. I have every right and authority to declare the White House as holy ground because I was standing there and where I stand is holy. See, people like that is exactly yeah, that, what I'm I, talking about. People that take advantage. That's right. Of I people that are, yes, well. people that... You say that, hey, I'm a Christian, X, Y, and Z. Now you have to vote for me. Yeah, no. no. Yeah, I don't buy the same that. Way, the same way I don't believe that Trump was – I mean, Trump never went to church before any of this. No. And that doesn't bother me one way or another. Me neither. I mean, again, I, I'm an open-minded agnostic atheist. So why would I give a shit if you go to church or not? Precisely. Mm -hmm. So – I don't agree with it. I, I think that uh, I don't agree with it either. Wrong. I just I just hate seeing people like that to take advantage of others, like Adam Copeland, Adam Kenneth Copeland. Copeland. I mean, Adam Kenneth. Copeland. That, that's a wrestler. Uh, Kenneth Copeland <laughs> is a that's that's the um, greasy bastard who basically he has in my mind betrayed his own flock. How? Well, he takes advantage of them. He makes. Millions of dollars off of these people that. Oh, yeah. He yeah, has, I agree. yeah, I think, yeah, I'm sure God, Jesus Christ, Allah, whatever you want to call them. I'm sure they really want you to own multiple houses, multiple cars. And yeah, I'm sure he wants all of those things for you. Of course. No doubt. Yeah. I, 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 I disagree with that a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Kenneth Copeland also curing coronavirus. He's what? He was curing COVID-19. Remember. He was? Yeah. Put your hand on that television. It's this oh, guy, that remember? guy. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, that's Kenneth Copeland. I'm sorry. Thank I'm so Jesus. bad with names. My apologies. It's the Italian he in you, Mike. <laughs> You're here. It's because you got to see the face. That's what it is. 
It is. Man. It is. Uh, I'm just bad with names. That's okay. So, yes, Mike, these are the individuals that I am talking about, those who take advantage of their well, own flock. Are you getting to the fact that uh, about this this woman that they're trying to elect for what what is it the Senate? I have no idea who this woman truly is or what she's about. Okay, well, what I'm getting at is I hear how the Democrats are getting all itchy about the fact that this woman is a I believe a Catholic, but so is Nancy Pelosi and so is Joe Biden, and they're not saying shit about them. Ooh, they're a part of the fallen religion, huh? Well, the Catholics. Yeah, but at this, and, and and Pelosi has even said that you know she believes in God, and that's okay. But when you bring it into, uh, when you bring it into your politics and your your ruling as a politician, that's wrong. Yeah, I can't talk about that, of course, Mike. You know the rules. I suppose, but yeah. it's just. It's just not right. And, and and if this woman can do a good job, it shouldn't make a difference what her religion is. Because for the most part, a lot of people believe in a god and, and a higher you know being. An that's right. And that's fine. I got nothing against that. If that's what you choose to do, fine. If that makes you feel better, fine. My my pop is a devoted Christian. He, he used to go to church every day. And, and I never held it against him. And he never tried to tell me, you know, you should go to church sometime and, and pray. And he never tried to do that. Well, Mike, he, he gave never, up on that. Yeah. He gave up on that idea, Mike. A long time ago. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, what I'm trying to say is he never forced me, but his beliefs are his beliefs, and that's fine. I hear and you. And I can, re I can respect that. Sure. And I'm with you on that. Again, it just goes back to those who take advantage. That's right. Those who go to the well one too many times, like George Pell, the, uh, the Cardinal Pell. With his connection to child abuse, mm. he's yeah the ex-Vatican. Yeah, that's a whole other ex-Vatican treasure, by the way. Uh, Cardinal Pell, there, Cardinal Cardinal George Pell. I mean, that's that's a sick man, in my opinion. And the guy was defending what? the pedophiles for a long time too. Is that what he was doing? That's what he was doing. By the well, way, he you know, a jury convicted him, uh, Cardinal Pell, back in 2018 of charges relating. To the 1990s uh, case that was going on there. Is he serving a sentence? I believe he had. He had to go back. Well, but yeah, the yeah, guy he, connected to child abuse for many, many years. I wonder if he's got a cushy on the inside, or, or, if, or if guys are beating him up for it. <sighs> I don't know, but shit like that just really just um, makes me it's think less of of all of these things, you know. Not, hey, the, Michael, not, not the individuals. Not to get off the subject. Yeah, go not ahead. Not to get off the subject, but Take I got to ask off. you a question. Get me out of here. Go ahead. <laughs> Did you – I saw this crazy thing online about three weeks ago about this whole Hollywood pedophile thing. Do you know anything about that? Have you read anything about that? Well, that depends. All sorts of things that uh, go down in California and all sorts of places, military places as well, where well, people were, you know – Pedophiling? Sure. There's things well, of that nature. There's daycares where have been reported children being molested. Um, you know, things of that nature has been going on going on for a long time. And and I I don't doubt it. it. It happens at every place in the world. What I'm getting at is I I read this thing. I saw this this video. Uh, yeah, what'd you it read? Had to do. Sorry. I said, what'd you see? I mean, well, um, 
it had to do with Hollywood being this like elite cult where many of the Hollywood people are uh, they get um, uh, basically human trafficked slaves, sex slaves. And in the end, if they are not uh, needed anymore, they're basically eliminated because these these kids have no birth birth uh, uh, birth certificates. They're basically off the grid. And again, this is all what I heard. I'm not saying any of it is true. It's just a, a well. Really do you think strict- it's a coincidence that Harvey Weinstein was such good friends with Jeffrey uh, with with Jeffrey Epstein? Well, that that was part of this whole story. Um, another thing was this guy, another actor who 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 uh, ended up mysterious. Well, they say he killed himself by mm. jumping. He jumped off a bridge. Questionable, it, yes. Questionable, and and uh, was hit by a truck and thus destroyed. And are you talking actor, to me about Isaac Cappy? Yes. Yes. Okay. The go guy ahead. With the curly hair. The Jewish right. guy with the curly hair. Right. The Jew. Yes. Yes. Oy vey. <laughs> And he was he was making claim that um, uh, Tom Hanks is a pedophile. That's what he said. And then shortly later, he ended up dead. Yeah, many months back, I had a, a guest on here talking about Tom Hanks and the allegations of him being involved in this sort of activity. And at the time, you were like, "What on earth is going on here?" Right. Yeah. Right. And now, now it's come back full circle. I'm loving this. Yeah, well, you know, I I happened, I was, I don't know, screwing around on oh, YouTube. Oh shit, Mike is getting red pilled. Here we go. <laughs> now you're going to no. talk to us about Corey Feldman now. And as soon as <laughs> no, I said I, that, I see Sarah Dillon in the chat room saying uh, Corey Feldman made a documentary to, about Hollywood and child actors being sexually abused. Yeah, well, yeah, that's been going on forever, though. But he also denied the fact that. Nothing happened with Michael Jackson, and that's right. We all know Michael Jackson was a pedophile. Well, he, well, maybe it didn't happen to him because True. Michael Jackson was probably smart. He thought, well, this guy probably knows a few people, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do the bowling ball technique on him. <laughs> uh, that was really disgusting. I can't believe I said that. And I said it so naturally too. Uh, yeah, it just came. That I was just not good. Right that was not mouth. good. Yeah, that was too good. That was too natural, right? <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. What the hell are you drinking? I don't know. I I, I need to just shut the hell up. I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm all over the place tonight. I know. I'm just, uh, I don't know what what happened to me tonight, Mike. Oh, that's all right. I lost control. But uh, anywho, back to the subject. Isaac, what was his name? Isaac what? Isaac Cappy. Isaac Cappy. Yeah. Right. Poor guy. Ended up yeah. splattered on a highway. I don't know. I don't know if that, I don't know if it was a suicide or he was murdered intentionally. I don't know. Right. Here, here's the interesting thing about it. Uh, prior to his death, which was counted as a suicide, he was online saying, I don't feel suicidal in the least bit. Right. I, I, I don't feel like, you know. So you uh, did see the last couple videos of Isaac Cabin before he died. Yeah. Those were very odd videos before he checked out. Hell yeah. I don't disagree in the slightest. I did see that. And I was even wondering, what the F word is that? Exactly. Right. So uh, anyway, I, 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 he was part of this whole like 20 some minute video that I, I watched. Right. And the guy is, is saying uh, the, the narrator is saying how he's getting death threats mm-hmm. uh, for, for, you know, it, it, let's face it; it's a very serious accusation when you call someone a pedophile. Oh yeah. Um, 
And uh, so, yeah, he. Those are fighting words. Exactly. And, And this guy just seemed to think that Hollywood was this cult of pedophilia. Yeah, littered with pedo asses. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I would have to. I, was, I would have to agree to a certain extent, Mike. Look at all those, all those big wigs out there. You know, I mean, even in bands, Mike. I, I mean, if if it was happening in a, in a corporate world and in, in the Hollywood circle, and Mike, you being a musician, you know all about groupies. You know about them. A certain groupies wanting to meet certain people in the band, and you know the roadies get their fun and they pass them up. You know how it goes. I most certainly do. Exactly. So now I, I even I connected the pieces even 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 closer for you there. I no I, different. I'll tell you, not not to get off the subject, but I got to tell you this. And uh, back in oh golly, when was it? Two thousand five, I think. Mm-hmm. Two, we played a show in Philadelphia, and a girl approached me, expressed interest. Young girl, I knew she was young, but I didn't think she was too young. And she right. said to me, "You said to me outright, she was 18. and then. After I talked to her on the phone, now mind you, I was in my, what was I? I think I was like 40. Call me a jerk if you want, but it was a legal age. She was 18. And I didn't do anything with her. I simply talked to her. Well, even if you did, she is of legal age. So she said. So I talked to her some more, and eventually, you know what she told me? What's that? She told me, I'm not 18. Uh oh. I I said, oh, really? Well, how old are you? She said, I'm 13. Jesus Christ. I said, Wait a minute. I said, Whoa. this, yeah, this is, this is going to stop here. I, I said to her, I can't go into the conversation on what she said. It's really, it's really messed up, but I will, I will tell you this. Was she a runaway? She, no, 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 no. I believe, and I, I stand by this firmly. I sincerely believe she was trying to set me up. How dare you? Yeah. That's what I told her. Wow. And I, I talked to her because the girl was telling me, Oh, I have such a crush on you. I'm like, look. You are way too young. I said, don't even think about it. And I said, do you have even any idea what would happen to me if I even took that step? Whoa. I said, no. I'm, I said, I'm not stupid. I said, you know, just call me when you're 21. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were going to be on the next episode of To Catch a Predator with Chris Hansen yeah. there, right? <laughs> but look, I'm, I, I'll be perfect. I, you know, some people might say, well, Mike, that even 18 is young for you. You know what? Be that as it may, she was still legal. I wouldn't have a problem was, with you if you were going did, out with an 18-year-old, Mike. I, yeah, but all I was, I wasn't going out with her. I, I would was pat her back if that's what you were doing. Only talking to her. I never did anything else but talk to her. And then when she told me in person that she was 13, I, I nearly crapped my pants. Good God. I said, holy crap, I am out of here, man. I don't blame you, man. Wow. And I, uh, I never kissed her. Nothing. Good. Nothing. By the way, uh, Bex, uh, Bex Rock, I think that's how you say this person's name in the chat. They're saying Jersey accent. Who, me? Uh, this girl, I guess. Did she have a Jersey accent? I'm not sure if that's what he's wondering, but now that's what I'm wondering. Uh, she was from Philly. Okay, no accent there. Or did she have that accent? Uh, I don't even think there is an accent in Philly. If there is, I didn't notice it. You didn't it. notice it. Okay. Because you, you, you are, uh, per, like, obviously, you are completely aware of the accent, right? That some women oh. out there have, like in the New York region. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, people even tell me I have an accent. Kind you know? of, but not really. I think it's kind of gone away slightly. I mean, it, it, certain things that you say, you could kind of hear it coming coming out of you there, Mike. Yeah. 
you kind of got that's that. my Italian background. Yeah, you got that Andrew Dice Clay thing going on. <laughs> you know, a little bit there. Little boy blue. That's right. He needed the money. <laughs> Hillary Dickory Doc. Suck my, yeah. Yeah, yeah. suck my yeah, suck my yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we won't say that here. Old lady Hubbard went to the cupboard. Yeah, well, we'll... she bent over. <laughs> Rover took over. <laughs> Can you believe it? That guy was playing the garden at one time. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I remember him. That I is remember crazy. His first appearance on on Rodney Dangerfield's wow. HBO show. In fact, him and Bob Goldthwait were. The, I saw their first shows on on Rodney Dangerfield. Love that. Rodney Dangerfield, I, another classic comedian there. Oh, he was great. great. Sarah Dillon that, says Mike totally has an accent. Yeah, some people say it. I, I don't hear it, obviously. Mm, kind of, but not really. Not really. It's not the way, like, uh, Chris Christie has one, you know. Or even, a, like, a person from Brooklyn or, or uh, right. New York. Yeah, they, they have got, a real heavy. They got that real accent there. That's right. Yeah. Even some people in Florida have that uh, kind of a strange accent, too. Some of the Cubans out there I've talked to. Yeah, well, once you cross the border, like when you hit the southern part of New of America. I mean, but they were still born uh, here, and they still got that accent, kind of. I I think that comes from just growing up in the area that you're in. Getting that you slang know? there, yeah. Certain words, I think, are pronounced a little differently. I think it depends on the region, you know. I, it also depends on the neighborhoods you grow up grow up in, and what their culture is, and what their ethnic culture is, and how they speak, and very. You know, all, 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 to, it all has to do, the dialect has to do with where you are brought up and who's around you. There's this one uh, television show that had this woman that had a very heavy accent. I'm forgetting her name though. And it was awful. I just kept <laughs> thinking, imagine if this was like a wife or a girlfriend and you had to be next to her all the time. Oh, being on, really? being in a shelter in place with that. You know who I say that about all the time? AOC. AOC, you think crazy. she has a terrible accent there? Yeah, all out crazy. Um, she, I couldn't even begin to like thinking what it would be like to be around her all the time. She just has this this voice. It, it, it oh, the voice kills you. Spine. I see. It, it crawls up my spine and 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 sticks its its talons into my into my neck. It, it's not that bad, but I mean, it is not the most pleasant voice to hear either. That's for sure. Drives me crazy. So it's like nails to a chalkboard for you, Mike. For me, yeah. She's just very annoying. So when you hear that voice, it's like this. Like a car crash, right? AO car crash, yes. AO car crash, right. <laughs> Love that. So, Mike, I mean, we're almost almost out of time here. Yes. That went by a little too fast. Yes. Yeah, I didn't like that at all, but we do have... <laughs> a uh, listener email here that I did want to get to before we wrap up. Okay. This is from Ian C., who says, and it starts with a quote, It is the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. Aristotle. Right. See, when a listener does that, that's, that wins me over right away. Absolutely. That was, that was well chosen. Indeed. He says, uh, thank you, Michael, for having the intellect and patience to field... The many viewpoints and positions that all of your guests promulgate. Promulgate, huh? Right. Wow. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't even know if I pronounced that right. But but this man here is basically uh, putting me over. But yes, uh, opening with uh, with Aristotle here, yeah, won me over. Yeah, thank you for that. 
people say. Yes, yeah, so somebody was calling, and now it took my I took my mind off completely what I was reading. I'm like, you see what happens to me as soon as I'm reading something and people start calling in. Oh, I can't yeah, even. I lose. Producer. I lose. I lose complete focus as soon as I get a call here. <laughs> like I can't read anything properly as soon as that phone goes off. My mind just it just it just goes away, Mike. I don't know what happened there. You need a producer. I think we can't. We can't afford a producer here, Mike. No, no. Get an intern. Go to a college. Get an intern. An intern, Mike? Yeah, why not? I had one. When did you have an intern? When or why? Uh, when? Uh, um, I think it was in 2000, 2001, maybe? 1999. I can't remember. Something like that. I had it for the band. I see. Well, that I didn't know. Yeah, she was from uh, college and uh, just needed to do some work. And I said, all right, I got some work you can do. And I had her like transferring phone numbers, sending out letters, uh, emails, stuff like that. Nothing too fancy. But you could potentially go to a college and talk to one of the professors and say that you have a show and you need a, you know, if anybody's looking for extra curriculum, they could get it by being an intern for you. I see. Well, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have to drag an intern in here. Why not? I mean, it only looks good on their resume. Um, then again, I got to be honest, that was 20 years ago. So... <laughs> 20 years ago, right. Actually, I'm not sure if we could bring in someone here. We're going to have <laughs> to put I'm them in a, to... in a bubble. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that 20 years ago, like, you know, it, you, you didn't have, you couldn't have a podcast or, or a radio show back then. Now, you don't need anybody, really. You can do it yourself. So who knows? Maybe I'm completely an idiot by saying you can get an intern because they probably say, well, you stupid. We don't need no stinking internship. By the way, the word was promulgate. Promulgate. And what does that mean? That basically means to promote or make widely known like an idea or cause. Wow. Yeah. Well I, yeah. I, I forgot all about that. I thought, wait a minute. You know, ironically, I read this word about a week ago and I thought, wait a minute. I'm, I, I can't believe I'm not pronouncing this correctly here. I've never even heard it, to be perfectly honest. Really? Ah, what can I say? I was reading some history thing, that's why, and they're talking about the uh, Constitution, and they yes. used the word, so that's why I'm like, wait a minute, I should know this word. But yeah, Ian, thank you for that, by the way, and I'm sorry for the missed call there. You, uh, They were ringing, and as soon as I was going to hit answer there, they hung up on me, Mike. Oh, well. Oh, well. We didn't need any callers anyways. We didn't need you. I kind of like it when it's just me and you without any callers, too. Yep. It's always fun that way. Sure. We could always um, play things like this. As I, um, as I played that sound drop, I opened another beer. That's either... That's either the longest, like, big gulp being filled or someone taking a leak in a bottle. Maybe both. <laughs> uh, DFS Donovan says Hunter Biden will be pronounced dead before the debate tomorrow to get Sleepy Joe out of the fire. <laughs> well said. That's, a, well that's said. a very nice prediction there. I'm not quite sure how true that might be, but I call that wishful thinking. Well done. I like that one. That was a, That was witty. That was pretty good. And here we go with a phone call. Caller, you are live on the air. How can we help you? Uh, I'm good. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm okay. I'm just, you know, reading things, getting words wrong, and um, 
drinking beer. How are you? Good. I tried calling you before, but uh, I don't know if phone company disconnected us for some reason. Yeah, there was people calling in, but again, I was trying to read something and failing badly. Oh, good. I just wanted to know what your guys' thoughts were on the whole COVID situation. Where do you want like to begin? Being, uh, <laughs> well, I'm in Western Canada, and our, we haven't really been hit that bad. We had uh, hospital rooms and whatnot set up for COVID, and uh, I think during the peak of the epidemic, they only were operating at 9% capacity, meaning 89% were or 91% were empty. Yep. And there's rumors they're going to have a second shutdown, so I'm not really understanding the reasoning behind that seems like the government's reaction is a little bit disproportionate to the threat so you are in canada and he's, what, near, he's he's on the west side where sasquatch lives yeah so you're on the west side okay yes alberta alberta canada beautiful out there <laughs> right beside sasquatch <laughs> so in my mind you grew up playing hockey uh, I should have, but no, I'm not a very good skater, so I didn't play a whole, a whole bunch of hockey, but. So you became an IT guy. Nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Close. I know a few Canadians out there. And they show me, show me many photos of them going to like power lines and all this crazy stuff out there, out in the mountains. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably about an hour and a half from the mountains, but, uh. I don't know. It just seems like the government's response to this thing, for us anyways, I haven't been following the U.S. as closely. I know you guys got hit harder than us, but yeah. it just seems like the, it just seems like they're overreacting to the situation to me anyways. Like I said, our hospital capacity for COVID specific beds only peaked at 9%. Now it seems like they're starting to panic again. Well, their initial reason for the shutdown was to not overwhelm the hospitals. Right. But we never got close to overwhelming our hospitals. So. Same here, Colin. Same here on, on, the, on the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah, right now what I'm reading in terms of COVID-19 and cases out there, uh, specifically Ontario, they're seeing, um, they're seeing some sort of a warning going on of the second wave. They are Ontario and Quebec, but they're like, you know, 2,000 miles from they're where we're Yeah, at. I was going to say, they're kind of far away from where you are, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I they're, thought so. They're, they're away from us, but. I don't know. I'm not much of a, I guess I am a conspiracy theorist, but, uh, I don't really believe in too many conspiracy theories. Maybe the Kennedy assassination would be about it, but I just, the government reaction to this just seems, like I said, you think it's a, you think it's a bit, on. yeah, you think it's a bit over exaggerated. Yeah, I do. I just wonder what your guys' thoughts on that was. Well, I don't completely disagree <clears throat> with you. I think perhaps, uh, we did things we probably shouldn't have done or we should have done. Uh, this thing was very new. Nobody was prepared for this sort of thing. We had prior knowledge of what was coming, but our government chose not to act soon enough. Kind of like 9-11, ironically. And ironically, I see DF DFS Donovan say 9-11 Building 7 all of a sudden. What a coincidence. I, I disagree with you, Michael, only because it, it, this just wasn't an American thing. This was a world thing. And just about every country flipped out and, and shut down. Sure, but we um, didn't take it seriously is what I'm saying. And many Americans still don't. You don't think so? I think I think them by them shutting down the... the uh, I'm talking about the general public. I think they I'm took the people it real serious. So. I'm saying the people. normal citizen hasn't taken it too completely serious. Uh, that's I'm blaming the younger generations and the older generations right now. Those in Florida, those in Texas... And we're seeing all these states where it's popping up yet again. 
uh, because people got too relaxed, too uh, coy with it. Right. Well, that's what I'm reading. Maybe it may that's maybe it's wrong. Maybe that's not true. I don't know. But can, go ahead. Can I can I, can I ask Kohler a question? Kohler, can you hear me all right, Kohler? Sure. Yeah, you betcha. Uh, go ahead. Let me ask you a question. How old are you? Forty-six. Forty-six. Relatively yep. uh, healthy. Uh, no diabetes, cancer, or anything like that. No illness I'm aware of. Okay, so you're relatively healthy, right? Yep, that's right. So, in a nutshell, even if you did catch the virus, chances of you having a serious reaction to it, and by that I mean death, are probably uh, very, very slim. The percentages are probably very low because people who are 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 young, who are uh, relatively healthy, such as yourself, who aren't, say, obese, have diabetes, uh, suffering from cancer, or any sort of uh, immune system affecting disease or illness, those are the people who are in who are in trouble. Them and the elderly. Even though some people who yes. are young, like yourself, and healthy, have died, just as some children have died. That's how viruses work. Even with the flu, it happens every single year, and yet you don't hear about it like you did with this virus. So I would say, like you and Michael, I agree with what you're saying. Like Michael said, a lot of people sort of kind of got a little uh, a little comfortable, <clears throat> as did I. As did I. I'll admit it 100%. I'm over it. I'm over the whole thing. I'm just done. Um, but I don't think you have too much to worry about. You, you sound like you're – You'll be all right, even if you were to catch it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like I. I think it's real, and I don't want to get it. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I just think the government's reaction is a little bit. Have some common sense, is all I'm going to tell you, caller. Yes. You make up your own mind. Don't listen to me or Mike or anyone else. Uh, Just remember, the virus damages your lungs and heart and brain, Uh, and that's that's what the science says. So keep that in mind. Sure, you're you'll survive. Uh, there's a high survival rate, but have common sense. This is not something you want to catch and later on have it fuck you later on. Very much like the 9-11 no, first responders and all of the things they sucked exactly. in on that morning of um September 11th. And that morning, that beautiful Super Tuesday extravaganza where the world completely changed. And here we are. Yes, I certainly don't want long-term organ damage. Don't get me wrong. But no, I think if trust you take me. The proper precautions. Uh, you know, uh, life goes on. I don't know what else to say, really. Um, exactly. I'm with you on that. People have families to feed. That's right. Like in my town, I live in a small town of a hundred thousand, like uh, oil field town, and there's really nothing going on in the oil field now. Is like hotel vacancies are at between ten and twenty percent. It's predicted uh, about sixty percent of the restaurants are going to close. Um, it's bad. That's right. And this is a man-made virus like Donovan just said in the chat room. And that's what I'm trying to tell all of you out there. This is not like the quote-unquote flu. They wouldn't shut no. down the, the entire world because of a quote-unquote flu. Yeah. So it's much more severe. They just don't tell yeah, you that. it is. But- the people that you like and respect and admire don't tell you those things. So that's why most of you out there listening to this are inclined to believe that. Which is fine. I'm just some fucking guy on the internet talking to you on some YouTube channel. So sure, you hear me and you think, fuck him. What does he know? But no one's fucking playing games here. So, you know, you do whatever you want to do. As much as anybody else does. That's right. So you live your life the way you want to. You think and do whatever you want. That's what people are going to do anyways at the end of the day. So, um, caller, you are a smart guy. You know what to do. 
You're a fart smeller. One other thing I was going to say. A smart feller. That's right. One other thing I was going to say quickly was, uh, I don't know if you guys know how, uh, uh, what should I say, uh, how, how deep Trump derangement syndrome is in Canada, which I'm not really, I don't really understand why, because he's not our president, but people here are more concerned about him than our own wow. corrupt government. We that's have the insane. Most corrupt government. It is. We have a prime minister that's probably going to be guilty of his third ethics violation here, and nobody talks about no that. No one gives They're a more shit. Interested in talking about no, it's crazy. Yeah, you Canadians are cons- – yeah. <laughs> you guys are focused on the elections. Wow. We are, yeah. Like I said, wow. we literally have the most corrupt government in my lifetime, and no one seems to be concerned about it at all. You seem like that's the problem. You see what he's saying right yeah. there? That That's the problem. Yep. Fucking crazy. I don't know if you heard anything about it, but uh, the prime minister here tried to give away a billion dollars, basically, to a charity to give to students that were affected by COVID because they couldn't find summer jobs. Um, Found out about three weeks later that this same charity paid his mom half a million dollars for speaking engagements, despite the fact that they don't pay any other celebrities for speaking engagements. Wild. But uh, no one seems to be concerned about that. We live in a crazy. funny world, caller. We do. Funny world. <laughs> you do. It's a, a circus. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't get it. Well, me and Mike agree with you. Anyways. <laughs> I uh, really appreciate the program. I enjoy listening to it. I just became a Patreon member there about a couple months ago. And nice. Have you have you been really enjoying? Enjoy have, yeah, I was going to say, have you been enjoying the Patreon? Uh, honestly, I haven't listened to any yet. I plan on this weekend. Here. Oh, how dare you! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, at least you signed up. Though. Well, I wanted to save some up. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to support. That's the main thing. Yeah, I appreciate I'm that. Listen to some this weekend for Th- sure. There's lots of entertainment there for you. I promise. Yeah, I see that. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's good. Well, you Jets, have a good evening. I appreciate it. All right, brother. Thanks for calling in and stay safe Thank out you, there in Canada. You betcha. The Great we North. Here. Watch out you for bet. Bigfoot. Have, have, <laughs> oh, yeah, caller, before you leave, um, do you believe in Bigfoot? Uh, no, not really. I don't the, think so, no. <laughs> He not barely believes in politics. You think he's going to believe in Bigfoot? I know, right? The man doesn't even like hockey, and he's in Canada. <laughs> well, I don't mind hockey, but I'm just not much. Like I said, I'm not much of a skater. I'm not good at it. I don't mind watching it once in a while, but they don't not hate it. He's on the fence. He's on the fence. <laughs> yes, our our CFL got canceled this year because of COVID, so I can't watch that. The what? Sorry, Canadian football. League. Oh, the Canadian football Canadian league. Football league. Okay, so you're a football yeah, they canceled fan. Canceled their season this year. Nice. A little bit, not not too much, but I watch CFL before I watch NFL. Oh, okay. Nice. And rightfully so at, at this point. They're all a bunch of BLM supporters. Well, it might have went this way here. I guess we'll never know because they canceled the season. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, Pretty you, much 80% of the players are from the U.S. anyways up here. I was going to say, yeah, you guys got a lot of imports from our country out there. <laughs> Pretty much they would all Word. be if they didn't have the Canadian rule, yeah. That, that's okay. We stole, we stole William Shatner. That's true. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You know, a lot of people make fun of you guys out there in Canada. You, they say you guys don't have any real, like, sports figures or, you know, like, heroes. At Second City Television. They say Bret Hart is like a national hero out there in Canada. Well, it's funny. Bret Hart actually grew up in – I'm originally from Calgary. He grew up in my hometown. So oh, shit. So you know all about – man. Nice. Yeah. So you know about Bret. You know about the father, Stu Hart, the legendary dungeon out there. Yeah, so one was actually my favorite wrestler growing up. I used to go to Stampede Wrestling when I was a kid. I don't oh, know if you heard of Stampede or not. Of but... course. Of course I have. Yeah, really? Yes. 
Yeah, I used to go down to the pavilion when I was, wow. I don't know, 14, 15 with my friends on Friday night. It was good, good fun. Wow. Now, now that is pretty badass. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Entertainment. So, caller, you're going to have to call in again later. <laughs> yeah, you betcha. So you guys have a good evening. I appreciate it. All right, brother. We'll talk Take soon. Care. Take care, my Thanks, friend. Thanks, man. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Ooh, even, even the bird said goodbye to him. <laughs> you heard that? Yes, I did. Yeah, the bird got in, into that one. He's been chatty all night. I love that. So, Mike, my God, it's almost that time to shut it down here. Yes, sir. I can't believe it went by that fast. Yep. That's what she said. <laughs> I can't believe it went by that fast. <laughs> that was like my ex-girlfriend. It went by that fast. It sure did. You're so, done already? Yeah, you're done? <laughs> you're inside? Just getting, what happened? I was just getting started. <laughs> Mike, once again, thank you so much for being a part of the program. So much going on around the world. We have two political giants, as I mentioned early on in the program, going head-to-head in, in what will be considered must-see television tomorrow night. We have Mr. Joe Biden facing off against Donald J. Trump. This is going to be good, Mike. This is going... I am not going to miss this for the Amazing. World. I know, right? It's going to be a good one. I, I was even considering doing a show with you tomorrow, but my God, I just want to sit down, drink a beer, and watch these two old men go at it. Well, um, I'm free Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, we might. You want to do like a recap? We might have to. I'll we, take notes. We probably might have to. We'll find out. I'll let you know, Mike. But once again, thank you so much for being a part of the program, Mike. Go ahead and plug away. Thank you, Michael. Uh, as always, uh, my extreme joy to be on the show, uh, to be uh, – co-host uh for michael and the, sh- uh, the michael deacon program so always have a great time great show tonight uh much thanks to the the callers and the listeners this evening um thank you very much uh if you're interested at all in any of my artwork um you can see my my paintings my drawings my photographs my t-shirts so on and so forth uh at horribleartwork.com and that also uh, includes, uh, paintings that are for sale. So if you'd like to check that out. And if you'd like to check out some of my music that I have done over the years, you can, uh, find me at mikehideous.com. And that's M-Y-K-E, hideous.com. Uh, you can see a bunch of, I got like 30 new different I- items out there, um, that are for sale. Been busy. Yeah. I got t-shirts. I got, uh, bathing suits, throw pillows, blankets, towels. Long sleeve shirts, uh, girl shirts, hats, backpacks, jackets, you name it. Um, and last but not least, if you're interested in contacting me on Facebook, uh, you can reach me at facebook.com slash hideous Mike, M-Y-K-E. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you, Michael. Great show tonight. And uh, that's everything, buddy. Very nice. Talk to you soon. All right, man. Good night, everyone. Good night. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was... Mr. Mike Hideous, and the bird said goodnight to all of you out there, no doubt. And yes, looking at the clock, almost two hours here. Time really did fly by tonight, and I thank all of you out there for hanging out. That was fun. Tomorrow will also be pretty fun, I hope. You are watching the fireworks. Hopefully something good comes out of it and we aren't left bored. But I think that won't be the case tomorrow. We will find out. And of course, international listeners out there, thank you so much for your support as well. I know you're out there. I get those emails. And I appreciate it. I wish I could have completed the email from Ian tonight. 
he wrote more. But my God, we had to wrap it up here tonight. And of course, you can find the podcast rendition of this program on iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, and Stitcher, and even Spotify. But for how long? I don't know. Interesting night yet again. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. That was quite fascinating, as it always is. Now, once again, take care of yourselves out there. Lots of wild shit to come, I'm afraid. So keep your friends and yourselves quite safe. And with that said, I'm Michael Deacon, and the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night, everybody. Thank you.